This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin'. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday night. Beat Gakes, Warlord. Free show from Saudi Arabia. Well, you, if if Sparkles had the chance to go, you know she would. You know her affinity for Prince Bonesaw. We're going to talk about Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia. It's still on, bitches. The U.S. The U.S. is telling Israel to to keep it on the down low. Don't do anything fucking stupid before Biden makes his trip over to Saudi Arabia and Israel. I'm not shitting you. I wonder what they might be talking about. We're going to talk about two journalists that have been killed the past month by the Israelis. Box, I don't know if you know about Sparkles and her crush on Bonesaw. She fucking loves the dude. We're here for the freak show in two nights. Ask her about it. She'll she'll tell you all about her crush. Is she joking? Is she serious? Yes. Not high enough for this shit. Indeed, it is dark. Talking about sparkles. Sparkles. I know, I know. Unicorns and pink and sparkles and everything. He's a very dark person. What I like about her. We've got accusations about Representative Lauren Boebert that have come to light. Apparently, they've come from the same pack that was trying to take out Madison Cawthorn in North Carolina. They're now targeting Lauren Boebert. There are accusations she's had abortions, that she was a sex worker. There's apparently even a picture floating around. We don't know that the allegations are true. And we're going to, we're going to, I think it's the Denver Post we're going to read from and see what we can suss out about this story. But I mean, that doesn't mean I'm not going to show you the picture and be like, you think it looks like her? I don't think it looks like her, but I'm, I'm like face blind. I don't, I don't fucking recognize people that I know intimately. Seriously. What else are we talking about tonight? Oh, the, the January 6th committee, which is meeting again tomorrow night, uh, back in prime time tomorrow night, right as we're going to be coming on the air. So we might come on 15, 20 minutes early tomorrow. So we can intro day three. I guess it's still day four. They've postponed day three. We're going to hear about Mike Pence and the campaign to try to persuade him to not certify the electors. Yes, today's meme, how the U.S. taught, or how uh, U.S. history is taught 
It is a picture of 1980s. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers. Hulkamania brother with the American flag. What actually happened? It is a picture of Hogan holding up the NWO spray-painted WCW World Championship. Laughed my ass off when I saw this. Also, apparently, I'm getting this from the the Jim Cornette podcast. The dude that runs Hogan's Surf Shop down in Florida is a a real QAnon, anti-masker, hardcore Republican nut job. I can't can't drink my coffee. Frank, Mox, Meatcakes, everybody, love you all. Warlord. All your faces, all your faces. Oh, 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 Dr. Anthony Fauci has tested positive for COVID. Kind of surprising it took this long, to be honest with you. We're going to talk about the weather. What an, what an interesting topic for tonight's show, the weather. Actually, it is an interesting topic. Because some crazy shit has been going on. We're going to get into uh, foreign policy tonight. We're going to talk about uh, the war in Yemen and how the U.S. has not thoroughly investigated its role in human rights abuses because, of course, it hasn't. As I mentioned, we're going to talk about Biden's trip abroad to Saudi Arabia, to Israel. A grim outlook for the war in Ukraine. This is as the U.S. announces another billion dollars. We're just gonna we're just gonna shovel at them. I give you the update on new COVID variants that are gaining ground. We're gonna do election updates. Yesterday was an election. I know, like I didn't. It didn't look like a normal news program yesterday. We did the Bernie Sanders versus Lindsey Graham debate from Fox Nation. Just because I was lazy, and I don't know if you guys picked up on this last night. Curiouser was actually sitting off camera the whole time. And, like, I was reacting to shit she was saying in chat. Like, that's who I was passing a bong back and forth the entire time. So, I didn't really have a a, a chance. Oh, we're going to talk about Bobert. We've, I've got multiple Bobert stories, not just the one you came for. And I've got the picture as well, Drake. Drake. RB, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know that the YouTube comments have been coming through. If, if you have been commenting and I haven't seen it until just now, I'm sorry, RB. I'm sorry. I did not mean to ignore you. I love your face as well. I hope you gave me a weed, because damn it, I need it right now. I need a weed! I ain't high enough for this shit. A toilet started whistling. It was like Thursday or Friday of last week. I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, Drake, we're going to get into that. We're going to, uh, I think it's the Denver Post. 
said that the allegations are pretty sketchy, and it comes it comes from an organization that was apparently the ones to drop the videos of Madison Cawthorn. It's coming from the right, not the left. Or the liberal side of things, if, if you feel. Oh, 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 the mother, the mother of a Patriot Front member who was arrested in Idaho has kicked him out of her basement. Stuck his nose in a jar kratom. I hope he had a good afternoon. Apparently it's, it's relaxing. I've never, I've never partaken upon the kratom. Depending on where you're at, I believe it's illegal. A lot of municipalities outlawed it. Weird. Oh, I'm still, I'm still not high. Uh, yeah, I had to, uh, I had to have maintenance in my apartment today. Because, you know, uh, I killed the toilet. Curiouser messaged me after she got home. Said, did you have a stomach ache? Because we both had cookout last night for dinner. I said, well, I killed the toilet, but you knew about that. You knew about that. That happened while you were still here, when I killed the toilet. It had been whistling for a few days. I don't know what the whistling meant. Apparently, it was, it was getting ready to go on the fritz. So I had to have the maintenance guy in here, so that means I had to, you know, put a fresh wax in the wax burner. I had to, I've got the osium I spray everywhere. Got to put all my shit up. And uh, I, luckily it happened early. Like, she had me up early in the morning. So it happened earlier in the day. Because, you know, sometimes you put in those maintenance requests at 2 o'clock. And they aren't here until the next day. I don't want to have to. I don't want to sit around and not be able to smoke my pot. So, like, I was able to put in the maintenance request by, like, 1130. Right here in, like, an hour. Dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so I like I fucking I punished that toilet. And I had to go plunge that shit. I'm sorry. Literally shit. I'm sorry. Also, something I was talking about with Curiouser is one of the ways that in order for this channel to grow, I'm gonna have to either quit cussing or go back on the clips that I put up on YouTube and edit out my profanity. That YouTube will actually recommend me to people. Does not recommend me because of my Profanity. I killed the toilet. I killed the toilet. I'm sorry. I, well, here's the thing is I have, I have uh, horrible stomach issues. Battle Opossum, welcome. I have horrible... Oh, I hope you were enjoying this meme. You particularly. Oh, I think I sent it to you already. I'm sorry if you've already seen today's meme of the day because it got sent to you as soon as I saw it earlier today. Wrestling memes get sent to Jesse. This one, this one got sent to Sparkles as well because of U.S. history. He's like, it was a white man. I was like, well, Virgil was in the NWO. And then that was a whole thing. Like, she, she like didn't know what I was talking about. Virgil was indeed in the NWO, though, because when you're NWO, you're NWO for 
life. <laughs> oh, fucking Soul Train Jones. I sent her the sad Virgil meme. Oh, fuck. I watched some NWO Hogan the other day. Watching that, I was watching Halloween Havoc 1997. I, if you're talking about Scott Norton, I will fight you on that one. Scott Norton was top-tier talent. Top-tier. He, like, fucking NWO brought him down. Brought him down. Scott Norton would have been a hell of a lot better off in his... In his oh, fine, I'm glad you agree, <laughs> I am indeed. I am indeed full of shit, and I do have IBS. I'm am- I'm amazed that WCW called a faction the New World Order in 1996, and that and that like Turner Broadcasting went with that. Some good wholesome Christians in the South. I, I'm amazed they didn't uproar. Scott Norton was a fucking talent. I'm glad Scott Norton is getting some love. A wrestler from the from the mid to late 90s, maybe the late 80s. Getting getting his his props on a political news show on Twitch. Fucking Pillman. My heart goes out to Brian Pillman Jr. Just lost his mom. Ryan Pillman Jr., fucking, uh, he's going to be a talent here in a few years, hopefully. Man, you know, I was going to do, I was going to do wrestling news tonight. I was, because, like, there's a, a story has been breaking in, like, the last few hours. Apparently, Vince McMahon uh, paid some hush money to an employee that he, it was like a, a secretary he was bonking. Or a legal, a legal assistant or some shit. Apparently she was making like a hundred grand when she first came into the company. She started fucking Vince and she got bumped up to two hundred grand. And this was and like this isn't something that happened in the in the in the in the distant past either. This is apparently between twenty seventeen and twenty nineteen. And the board of directors are now uh, are looking into let's do it since we're we're a new show here. Let's fucking Oh, Vox, you redeemed the weed. I was probably smoking. And we can watch Jeff Hardy's uh, arrest video, if you would like. I've got that somewhere. I have to go find it. WWE board probes secret $3 million hush pact by CEO Vince McMahon. Sources say this is in the Wall Street Journal. So I would assume, you know, this isn't this isn't some wrestling website trying to make uh, some headlines with some clicks. 
Board of World Wrestling Entertainment, Inc. is investigating a secret $3 million settlement that longtime chief executive Vince McMahon agreed to pay to a departing employee with whom he allegedly had an affair, according to documents and people familiar with the board inquiry. January 2022 separation agreement bars the now former employee who was hired as a paralegal in 2019. I'm sorry, like, I was off on the dates from 2019 to 2022. First of all, I saw Vince during WrestleMania this year. I do not believe that Vince can get his dick up. But I know they do have medicine that helps with that now. The man looks like you could break him. The Wall Street Journal trying to get some clicks. He's been chewing on the blue chew. He's been listening to the, the Conrad Thompson podcast. He ordered his blue chew. My God. Ford's investigation, which began in April, has unearthed other older non-disclosure agreements involving claims by former female WWE employees and misconduct by Mr. McMahon and one of his top executives, John Laurinaitis, the head of talent relations at WWE, the people said, which is no surprise to me at all. You live in sexual anarchy. The journal couldn't determine how many previous agreements were being scrutinized. The board's outside counsel was still collecting information about the uh, about the other NDAs this week, but has determined that the payments totaled in the millions of dollars. The board's eight independent directors have retained New York-based law firm Simpson Thatcher and Bartlett to conduct the investigation. One of the people said the board's preliminary findings are that Mr. McMahon used personal funds to pay the former female employees who signed the agreements, including the one involving allegations against Mr. Laurinaitis, this person said. More broadly, the law firm also is assessing WWE's compliance and human resource programs and company culture. A WWE spokesman said the company, which runs the world's most famous wrestling business, is cooperating fully with the board inquiry inquiry that the relationship with the ex-paralegal was consensual. He added that the company takes the allegations seriously and is dealing with them appropriately. Gary McDivitt, the WWE's attorney, said that the former paralegal hadn't made any claims of harassment against Mr. McMahon and that WWE did not pay out any money, did not pay any monies to the ex-employee on her departure. Uh, I've heard what the company culture used to be. Apparently it's better now in the locker room. I can't imagine what the what the what the culture is in Titan Towers. Since we're since we're doing wrestling, the full video of Jeff Hardy's most recent DUI arrest. It's like. I haven't seen the full thing yet. God, the the full full thing is like twenty five minutes, but we're we're going to do the six minute clip here from TMZ. 
apparently they they fucking draw guns on him. This was middle of the day on like a Sunday. Jeff Hardy, former WWE TNA champion. Now a wrestler for AEW. Well, suspended from AEW as of this incident. 18, 13, 10, 50. He pulls a gun on him. Look. That's wild. They're both pulling guns on him. I I seriously hope Jeff gets help. Oh shit. I guess Jeff was trying to like put it in park, yet put it in park yet, and he almost like drove away. I don't think the cops did anything wrong. He is fucked up. I don't know that the cops should be pulling guns on him right now. But apparently he was driving incredibly erratically. And they had multiple 911 calls about him. Yeah, you will not be seeing Jeff Hardy compete in the ladder match tonight. I don't know if they have announced exactly what they're going to do. He was going to be in a ladder match tonight, which which shouldn't be taking place anyway. 65 Every time I see this motherfucker wrestle, I'm wondering, like, how he, like, he just falls onto the ground. I'm assuming the cops know who he is. Okay, I'm Trooper Stunner. I work for the Highway Patrol. We got several 911 calls on you. You know why we might have gotten some calls? You don't know? You tell me. You say pre-gaming, but he says he's on his way to a doctor's appointment. Remember, this is the middle of the day. You're all over the road. What's going on with that? Here, actually, I can't even hear you. Go ahead and have a seat up here for me. I just, I don't understand how you're a rich motherfucker. You've done very well for yourself. Even if you've blown a lot of money on drugs, you have done incredibly well for yourself. And you are going, you are going to have checks, the likes of which I will never see in my life coming to you for the rest of your life. If you never do anything else in the wrestling business, the residual checks for what you have done and the merchandise that you will continue to sell is going to take very good care of you for the rest of your life. The fact that you can't get an Uber bothers me. I don't think you should be out on the road putting other people in danger. This is this is somebody who 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 drives intoxicated on marijuana quite often or used to. But it's about knowing uh what you can do under what circumstance and nobody can drive when they have been drinking. Period. What's up with that? Okay. Where are you coming from? North Carolina? And where is your final destination? So you're coming from North Carolina, going to North Carolina? I got you. 
you have an added driver's license on you? Going from North Carolina to North Carolina. Are they in North Carolina? They were in Florida, weren't they? Yeah, where's your wallet located? Get it. I mean, they're just being so cool to him. I'm, I'm assuming they recognize who he is. So you said you have a doctor's appointment for your head coming up. Do you mind if I ask what that's for? You, at least you look at him like this dude is a musician. What would be causing you? A performer of some sort. Congratulations, Meatcakes. What would you be causing? What would be causing you to kind of be a little bit loopy? Now, apparently, he said he had two drinks of Fireball before he drove. Okay, so but we all know Jeff Hardy's uh, history. It might not just be Fireball. As I understand it, Jeff is more of a, a druggie than a drinker. Double shots of fireball. Do you can hear the cops saying double shots of fireball? Okay. And where did you have those at? Mr. Hardy. Mr. Hardy. Okay, I appreciate you. You Jacksonville Jaguars fan? Come on. Yeah, Well, I just saw the shirt. Alright. What I want you to do is just stand on the white line and face me. You can hear me pretty clearly. Okay, good deal. I just want to make sure. Um, I'm sure he's a Jaguars fan because, like, that's the dude who signed his paychecks now. The Con family signing those paychecks. You know what day it is? What I would like you to do, arms down by your side, feet together. If you're just joining us, I do have news prepared. I know I've been, like, blowing off the news the last couple of nights. Okay, Mr. Hardy, look at my feet real quick. Put them together, and arms down to your side. Technically, this is news. What I want you to do is look at the very tip of my pen with your eyes and your eyes only, okay? Don't move your head for any portion of this exercise. You understand so far? All right, try and open your eyes. Oh. I don't know what date is it's over. I agree. I agree. I think I fucking struggled with what day it was when I was coming on, on the air. Right, I think I hesitated saying, like, it's a freaking Monday. Not out loud. To 30. Maybe again. Locks, he can't even do a fucking senton anymore. But slower. Every, every, they're already handcuffing him. <laughs> He's still counting. Yeah, you failed, motherfucker. You failed. Hey, Rook, give me another set of cuffs, please. Another set of cuffs. I just, I don't understand. Get an Uber. Apparently he was going a long distance, because once again, he was going going from North Carolina to North Carolina by way of being in Florida somehow. I don't, I don't even know how that happens. So that's, that's your wrestling news for the night. Sometimes the wrestling news is big enough news that we'll talk about wrestling news on the Troll Patrol. Uber helicopter taxi. I mean, it's not like he does, like, he's a, he's a fucking rich man. Like, and he's got friends. 
Hey, dude, let me pay you to drive me the fuck around for the day. You got nothing else to do? Fuck yeah. I'll sit over here in the pasture seat, get high, you drive me around, I'll pay you fucking 200 bucks. Fucking 500, he got the money. I mean, the cops were super cool with him. They like they they all turn their backs on him after they've already pulled guns on him. So I think at some point in time they have recognized who he is. They're like, oh shit, this is like this is that dude from the WWF. You jump off of them tables. Cause like fucking, you don't get three cops turning their back on a subject after he's like fucking plopped down on the ground. Unless they realize, like, oh, this dude's a celebrity. I'm just, that's just, that's just my take on it. I, I don't blame, I agree with you, Scrappy. The, the, the chronic pain has to suck. And the dude looks like he can't fucking move. I, I don't like watching him wrestle now. It looks, it looks painful to me. To see him try to get up on the top rope. He's slow as fuck doing it. And I understand. He's he's a few years older than me. And I don't feel like I could just go hopping up on the top rope now. I'll definitely feel it in the morning. But fuck. You've also, you, you've got issues. You know, like fucking Jeff seems like a fucking cool guy. And I saw somebody, I saw somebody, uh, you know, mention it like, they feel sorry for Matt right now because, like, there's all these times they've been put in these positions. And then Jeff fucks it up. And tonight was another one of those nights that, you know, the Hardys have this, you know, big high-profile match on, on, on Dynamite. That picture of Vince McMahon is from, like, 15, 20 years ago. Vince McMahon don't look like that anymore. This man's got like a Botox face that's had like a, a, a lift and I don't know that he, that's why I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of flabbergasted that he was fucking one of his paralegals. I don't know about attitude era, but it's like the, it's the early 2000s, mid 2000s. It is, it is not a recent picture of Vince McMahon. Oh, fucking shit. All right, let me get a little more high, and then, oh, I, the first thing I got here is a video. We can watch the video. I'll get a little high. Yesterday was a primary. Yesterday was a primary. I know I didn't talk about it. Results from another round of primary. I do a fucking news show. Didn't even, didn't even talk about the primaries last night, so my apologies. Boom, here's... Here's your election background. Pretend I put it up last night and talked about the primaries. Primaries overnight with mixed results for candidates backed by former President Trump. Andrew Dimbert is tracking the races. Good morning, Andrew. And good morning, George. A couple of key primary elections here are really seen as a test of former President Trump's power and influence over the GOP. And the results, a split decision. Let's start in South Carolina this morning, where five-term Congressman Tom Rice just became the first House Republican who voted to impeach Trump to lose a primary. In an exclusive interview with ABC News ahead of primary election night, Rice defended his vote, saying, quote, I did it then, and I would do it again tomorrow. Elsewhere in the state... 
For some reason, I thought he was going to say, I did it for the nookie. Come on, the nookie. And I, I, I had no reason to think that whatsoever. Representative Nancy Mace, who blamed Trump for the Capitol riot, fended off a Trump-backed challenger, George. And in Nevada, Andrew, the Republican candidate to run the elections, that's say, for Secretary of State, is a big proponent of the big lie about the 2020 elections. Yeah, that's right, George. It's uh, Jim Marchand, and he's projected he's a projected winner in his primary and will now advance to the general election. If Marchand, a Trump loyalist, were to win in November, he would be in charge of future elections in that key battleground state of Nevada. He made repeated misleading claims about the 2020 election, and now it looks like the businessman and former state lawmaker will be... He's a businessman. Automatically makes me hate him. Nevada and South Carolina are viewed as a sort of test of Trump's influence. The results so far have been mixed. Hi, everyone. George. ABC News always hitting us with that that hard finger there at the end. Let me tell you about uh, the the right wing answer to the progressive squad. Just got another member. We're going to talk about Lord Bobert here in just a little bit. I know that's why you all that's what you all came for tonight. Another Republican who has promoted QAnon is headed to Congress. Myra Flores aligned herself with conspiracy theorists during her successful campaign to turn a historically Democratic te- Texas district red. It's primary season, but there was a special election in Texas on Tuesday in which Republican Myra Flores defeated Democrat Dan Sanchez to secure a spot in Congress. The result is significant because of the state's 34th district, which had been blue with Democrat Thalman Vela retiring this year to force the special election to carry out the remainder of his term. Flores's victory in South Texas is another sign the party is losing ground with the state's Hispanic population. It's also significant because Flores has promoted the QAnon conspiracy theory, which holds that the United States is run by a cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles who would or still will be brought to justice by Donald Trump. Media Matters points out that Flores frequently adds hashtag Q and hashtag QAnon to her social media posts, as well as the hashtag WWG1WGA, where we go one, we go all. Do you think we're stupid? Flores has denied she believes in QAnon, telling the San Antonio Express News that she's always been against any of that. Marjorie Taylor Greene, the most prominent QAnon supporter currently in Congress, has made similar denials. Her win in 2020 was alarming, given the litany of outlandish conspiracy theories she's pushed pushed in the past, from the idea that 9-11 was staged to the idea that California wildfires were started deliberately by Jewish people, to several theories revolving around Democrats and pedophiles. Rolling Stone played it down and didn't even like do the Jewish space laser thing. They said Jews. I said Jewish people. I felt Jews sounded a little harsh. Let's do a quick... Scroll through of the CNN rundown of the ballots from last night and see if there's anything that works interest besides the races we already heard about in South Carolina. 
Carolina voters delivered the vengeance that Donald Trump had sought as they ousted Representative Tom Rice. Meanwhile, in Nevada, Republicans chose a vocal supporter of Trump's lies about the election fraud as their nominee to become the state's top election official. Wow, that's fun. In the Rio Grande Valley, Republicans' gains among Latino voters were on display in a special election for a House seat that could offer a glimpse of what's to come in several key states in November's midterm elections. Maine tees up two key races. Maine's bombastic former Republican Governor Paul LePage is now set to take on Democratic Governor Janet Mills after the two advanced past Tuesday primaries that were mere formalities since neither faced an opponent. Republican former Representative Bruce Poliquin, meanwhile, survived a contest with a conservative activist and is now set to try to reclaim his former congressional district in a rematch of a hard-fought 2018 race against Democratic Rep. Jared Golden. Maine uses a ranked, ranked choice voting system. I advocate for, I think we should all have ranked choice voting. That way it allows you to vote for the candidate that you really want to vote for. You think you might be throwing your, your vote away. And you can rank a second choice that if the if the first vote doesn't garner the most uh, or whatever the threshold is, the second vote, the second most popular. So you can vote for a third party in the general and still vote for your Democratic establishment candidate as your second choice to make sure you're not throwing your vote away. Rank choice to voting will go a long way to fixing a lot of our problems. That'll do it for our election section. Back to Pride Month graphics. Sad it's already halfway over. You guys are going to miss the jaunty number that we got at the start of the show right now when we go back to the usual. I I love the countdown music for the Troll Patrol. It's like a chill wave song. I dig it. But I really like, you know, we've... And if, if you're new to the show, I do this for Halloween. You'll get a couple weeks where you got like a spooky fucking countdown and you got spooky graphics. I've always got the, uh, instead of a troll head, it's a, it's a, it's a jack-o'-lantern. It's got a, it's got the fire inside of it. It's got the troll hair on the jack-o'-lantern. You guys will love it. For Christmas, you get yourself a couple weeks of a, a, like my Christmas intro is a lot of fucking fun. Like snow is falling and everything. For Pride Month, you you get you get the Pride flag. You get the jaunty countdown. Kind of frisky. Want to grab a guy's nuts? A with somebody. This is a wild story out of uh, Oregon. The Newburgh School Board bid farewell to two members during a board meeting on Tuesday night. We, we've got we got a local news hit. They're alleging illegal and moral actions by the board. And these these aren't anti-vaxxers that are are re, are retiring or uh, stepping down. 
more school board members resigned, pointing to board decisions and actions they say are harming the community. Our Lisa Balick live in Newburgh this afternoon with more. Lisa, this controversy just never stopped. Up, Lisa? The school board. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. One board member resigned earlier this year. Okay, her name is not Leisha, which is kind of like, you know, not an uncommon name in Appalachia, but her name is Lisa, and the anchor said it funny. That's on me. That's on me. Now you have Rebecca Pyros and Brandy Penner. They were among the three board members who voted against the board decision. Someone philosophical is sitting in the production booth. LGBTQ signs that were on school property actions like name calling, homophobic slurs, rampant abuse of power, and disregard for public meeting laws and tax dollars are happening. At the Newburgh School Board meeting last night, board members Rebecca Pyros and Brandy Penner explained that they believe the other board members are trying to destroy the schools and the community, approving a ban on Black Lives believe and it. LGBTQ signs and flags by teachers and staff, to firing the superintendent without cause, and hiring a replacement who they don't believe is qualified. Both now former board members also cited poor behavior by the other board members. So I am assuming this board has been taken over by these right-wing militia types like the Proud Boys that are infiltrating local positions. And that's what, that's what these two board members are protesting. No one deserves to be treated poorly, called names, laughed at, and disregarded. Abusers abuse because they are broken not because they are provoked. And unfortunately, the actions of this board have continued to justify openly treating people with hate and anger. Board of Karens. I can no longer work with people who I feel do not have the best interests of every student and every staff member at heart. The resignations of the two more liberal board members is not sitting well with some families who have tried and failed to get some of the more conservative board members recalled. Uh, I do not think they represent Newburgh. Newburgh is an incredible place with a lot of people with big hearts. We're very diverse. And this is not. Unfortunately, there's a lot of places that have big guts. Many windows here. Some parents tell us they will continue to promote tolerance. We love this community, and I think it, you know. Um, we will do what we can outside of school to make sure that we raise our children the way that um, we think is right. This is going to be happening all across the country. Two board members who resigned last night. That will be up to the other board members to make that decision. Live in Newburgh, Lisa Balick. And this is why it's so important to vote in your local elections. People bitch about voting a lot, but like voting in your local election means so fucking much. All right, this is what you all came for, fuckers. All the people have asked about it. I'm not high enough for this shit. Lauren Bobert, the target of wild claims spreading despite a lack of evidence. The allegations likely have little effect within Bobert's West Slope District, one political scientist says. Same political group that helped overturn U.S. Representative Madison Cawthorn's re-election bid in North Carolina is now taking aim at Colorado's West Slope provocateur. That is that is a very generous statement, Denver Post. I mean, troll would have been more accurate. Nut job. Whack. U.S. Representative Lauren Bobert 
of the Political Action Committee, American Muckrakers, spread a video in which Cawthorn was identifiable. His claims against Bobert of silt are much more tenuous. One rumor of an ATV accident in Utah holds a kernel of truth, though Bobert's spokesman disputes major details. Other allegations, including that of working as a paid escort, appear based entirely on anonymous and heavily redacted sources. The Denver Post could not find any information or witnesses to support those claims. Some news outlets have run with the story, though, and the allegations continue to circulate wildly, widely on social media and wildly. You want to see the pictures. Is that the same woman? Remember, this is just an allegation. I am I am not alleging that Lauren Bobert is the woman on the right. She's clearly the woman on the left that we've all come to know and love from her time in Congress. I don't know that the woman on the right is her, but also I'm not good at determining what people look like. Uh, there seems to be a resemblance. Exactly, Scrappy. I am. I am bad with faces. I think the. I think the. I'll ask Sparkles when she's here. I don't know. She's just. She's awfully young as it is right now. So to have had a whole life where. She worked as a hooker and had a couple of abortions. It's possible. But I don't think it's very likely. But I'm also, I don't degrade her for it. I will degrade her for being a Republican while having that background. That will be the thing that I would focus on. Because in this house, we respect sex workers. So like there's 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 nothing wrong with her doing that kind of work if she ever did. Can we get her to do the same pose? I'm I I don't know. I don't know. I'm bad with faces. David Wheeler, former Democratic candidate for the New York or the North Carolina Senate, that's way, way away from New York, said he couldn't reveal his sources, but said voters can look online and hear the audio recordings and read the text messages he's collected. They can make up their own minds on whether they think it's true or not, Wheeler told the Denver Post. He then called on Bobert to directly and specifically refute the allegations. One political scientist questioned whether American muckrakers will have much of an effect on Bobert's bid for a second term at all. Even an ethics complaint submitted by the committee to Colorado's attorney general has yet to gain much traction. State officials are still investigating whether the congresswoman broke any laws by cashing in on large amounts of mileage reimbursements from her own campaign. Fact check, not true. Fake news for Pinocchios. Also, y'all need Jesus.
I, that is some wiggle words there, Scrappy. You can make up your own mind about it. That's, that's some shit that, like, Republicans would do. Which, I mean, it is a Republican group, right? Oh, Lauren Bovert. I could play you multiple clips of her saying stupid shit, but I'm going to play you what I believe is probably the most noteworthy. Most newsworthy. She actually had one where she said that Jesus needed an AR-15. Stopped himself from being crucified, which completely misses the point of the story. Lauren Boebert jokes that she prays for Biden. May his days be few. I feel weird saying that. I feel like the Secret Service might give me a visit. Please don't. I'm only quoting an elected representative. FBI agent that watches this show. You guys keep tabs on me. Kind of cute, too. Watching you. Glory to God. Well, I wasn't going to go there. I Praise the Lord, I hope that... I don't think this is a church event. Craig, you missed the whole... You missed the whole Lauren Bober thing. We do, We were doing the allegations. There's your picture of... Well, I don't believe it's her. I think the consensus is either no or we don't know. That it's her. But this is from some sort of like conservative. Maybe it is. Okay. It says Christian center. Okay. Maybe it was a religious event. Really weirding me out that she like uh, is talking like a preacher. That blesses somebody. But I. I do want you to know I pray for our president Psalm 109.8 says, may his days be few and another take his office. I have read the Bible doing what you are doing right there. (laughs) Glory to God. It's something that Jesus condemned. That is that is taking the Lord's name in vain. That is literally what that means. To use God to attack your political opponent or to make money. Speaking on Saturday at the Charis Christian Center Family Camp Meeting in Colorado, where she was a guest speaker, the Republican politician referred to Bible verse Psalms 109.8. As she spoke about the 79-year-old Biden, much to the delight of the crowd. I mean, they don't they don't believe a word. Sparkles, you will love this story. I might have to I might have to give it to you again on the freak show. This one's going to make you laugh. The mother of a Patriot Front member got uh, 
got upset with her son for being arrested plotting an attack on an Idaho Pride event, so she kicked him out of the house. One accused neo-Nazis arrested outside a Pride parade is getting some tough love from his mother. She says she's horrified that he's part of a far-right group, so she gave him an ultimatum. She said, get out of the group or get out of her house. She spoke with Stephen Fabian. This woman is coming forward to fiercely denounce her own son, a member of the white nationalist group Patriot Front. 31 men were arrested last wow. week accused of plotting to cause chaos at a gay pride event in Idaho. When Karen Amsden saw the shocking video of the men bunched together in a U- And she's a Karen. Can we, can we get an applause for this Karen? For once, we've got a Karen doing the right thing. Then taken into custody, she had a sinking feeling. And I just knew when I saw that, that Jared was a part of it. Even with their faces covered, she could identify her son. This photo left no question in her mind. She recognized the sunglasses. I was able to spot him, even with the balaclava on his face. I knew it was him. When the mug shots were released, sure enough, there he was. Her 20- Not all Karens! Jared Michael Boyce. Karen Amsden was aware of his involvement with the hate group. I just was flabbergasted and disappointed and couldn't believe that, you know, my child would believe this crap. His arrest- Beat his ass, man! Beat his ass! Gave him an ultimatum. What was it? You need to make a choice. You're choose- you need to choose between this group and their family. And he said, I can't quit them. And I said, well, then that, that's your choice. You need to pack your stuff and get out of my house. Voice along. The neo-Nazi used the, that's the broke back mountain excuse. I can't quit you. Confirming, confirming that being a neo-Nazi is like getting fucked in the ass. Don't be a neo-Nazi, kids. Just literally get fucked in the ass if you want that. Don't be repressed. Go express it as a neo-Nazi. What a long way for a joke there. Uh, it didn't really completely land. I apologize. Voice, along with all the others, was released on bail, which was posted by a mysterious and unidentified benefactor. He's back home now, but mom says he's expected to leave. Frame, what's up? He says he's told her he won't participate in any Patriot Front events until then. I think he will keep his word not to uh, do anything with them while he's at my house. Whoa, 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 she let him stay. He promises to be a good boy. He just got arrested at a fucking event where he was going to cause violence, ma'am. He's part of a gang. You let him stay. I, I might not be the best move. But mom says he's expected to leave in a few days. She says he's told her he won't participate in any Patriot. Oh no, he's leaving. Until then, I think he will keep his word not to. Oh, oh, he won't. He won't participate in any events until then. As soon as he can get out of the house, he'll be right back in it with them. Amsden got tearful talking about Boyce's two young sons. Feel very strongly that I need to be um, in my grandkids' lives. So, kind of help guide them away from maybe some of this extremism that he brings into their life. And he's got kids. He's got kids. Yeah, no coup for three days, I promise. Wow, he's got kids. Jesus. Speaking of hate groups, you want an update on the Proud Boys? Let's talk about Enrique Tario. 
Before January 6th, Proud Boys leader Enrique Torrio was given plans. story on Capitol Hill. Serious new charges. I'll let her, I'll let her say it. right group Proud Boys, including the group's former leader, Enrique Torrio. They're facing charges of sedition in connection with the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Catherine Herridge is outside the Justice Department with more. Catherine, good morning. Good morning, Dana. This is a major... At the moment, Nazis. Department. ...in the same week the January 6th committee will begin making its case, alleging the attack was part of a broad... Yeah, do you like how I moved from the harmless part of the right side spectrum? I, I, if you can call Bobert and uh, Green the harmless side, the QAnon fucks, and then we, we went to the, like, the really dangerous part, the Patriot Front and the Proud Boys. ...and well-organized conspiracy. Late yesterday, the Justice Department announced the leader of the far-right Proud Boys, Enrique Torrio, and four associates have been charged with seditious conspiracy for their alleged role in the attack on the Capitol. Dominic Pozzola, who was allegedly seen breaking a Capitol window with a police shield, is among those named in the indictment. This is only the second time a group tied to January 6th faces the rare and very serious charge of conspiring to block the execution of U.S. law or overthrow the U.S. government. Members of the Oath Keepers Militia Group were charged earlier this year. While Tario was not on the Capitol grounds, the new indictment alleges that at the end of 2020, he and his co-defendants conspired to prevent, hinder, and delay the certification of the Electoral College vote. And on January 6th, directed, mobilized, and led members of the crowd into the Capitol complex. All defendants have pleaded not guilty to earlier charges and remain detained. More than 800 individuals have been arrested in nearly 50 states for alleged crimes connected to the breach date. Catherine. Oh, yeah, they are they are not going uh, easy on the I think it ends up being like 11 members of two groups. So somebody is facing actual repercussions for January 6th. The committee has sent mixed signals about whether it will uh, send criminal referrals to the DOJ when it comes to Trump. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol isn't ruling out pursuing criminal referrals against former President Trump, but legal experts worry it would undermine the committee's purpose. Committee Chair Rep. Benny Thompson raised eyebrows on Monday when he told reporters the panel would not be making any referrals. Vice Chair Representative Liz Cheney quickly pushed back on that comment, saying the committee has not reached a conclusion on the issue. The rare public division from the panel drew attention to the reality of its limitations. Criminal referrals don't carry any legal weight, and the Department of Justice could just ignore them. It might be done to try and put extra pressure or even embarrass the Justice Department, which I think would be counterproductive. Michael Gerhardt, who served as special counsel during Trump's second impeachment trial, noted to or told noted DC. Unfortunately, it undercuts what the committee is trying to do, which is to show the American people as best they can what happened on January 6th. They have a lot of good evidence for that. Now, we're going to see uh, the case for uh, Trump trying to convince Pence to not certify the election tomorrow night 
going to be going on during the Troll Patrol. Day three of the January 6th hearings. Back in prom time. And the committee is uh, already making headlines by releasing a new video shows GOP congressman leading January 6th investigation a tour of the Capitol complex stunning new video that's raising questions about whether there was advanced reconnaissance inside the Capitol the day before the insurrection we're also learning about what two key advisors to then Vice President Mike Pence will say at tomorrow's hearing CBS's Robert Costo have more on that in just a minute but first CBS's Scott McFarlane will start us off with that new video The committee investigating the attack on the U.S. Capitol is focusing on the man in the gray sweatshirt. Seen on surveillance video taking photos of... I have his response, by the way. ...the Capitol complex on January 5th, the day before the attack. A day later, they say he was recording this video amid a crowd marching to the Capitol. We're coming in like white on rice for Pelosi, Nadler, (laughs) Schumer, even you, AOC... We're coming to take you out. And they mocked AOC for being worried that she might be raped or murdered during this event. Come the fuck on. Dude's literally talking about her right there. Pull you out by your hairs. The committee says he was part of a tour group led by Georgia Republican Barry Loudermilk. Some taking pictures of security checkpoints. The congressman denied any wrongdoing. I'm totally opposed and I condemn that kind of language. But no one in that group showed that type of aggression that day. I mean, they were just they were just here visiting. CBS News reached a member of the congressman's visiting group who also said it was not a reconnaissance mission, but the committee said the group stayed for several hours on a day the complex was closed to the public. Yes, remember, and remember, it was closed to the public that day because of coronavirus. Closed to the public. Areas of the complex not typically of interest to tourists. Pennsylvania Democrat Brendan Boyle says this photo is a spot he's never seen photographed before and was near a sensitive area. That specific stairwell uh, was not too far away from where a large concentration of members were taken. Whiter milk instead of louder milk. Still going on in the Capitol. We need quieter milk. The committee focused on this video. Congressman Loudermilk points to a report earlier this week from Capitol Police in which they say they reviewed the actions of that group from January 5th previously and found nothing suspicious. Nora? Really interesting. You just saw it for yourself. Do you want to hear his whole comments? They cornered him in a hallway. You heard like a few seconds of them in that piece. What's up, Loudermilk? You fuck. You insurrectionist piece of shit. Right-wingers are morons. Yeah, I'm not high enough for this shit, Mox. They send it to you guys. So if they were interested in the truth, they had a year and four months to call me and talk. I would have been glad to talk to them about it because there's nothing. There's nothing there. You can't handle the truth. You were giving a tour to that day? Well, it was a a family and some guests of folks that they brought from Georgia. Do you know who that man was? In the video? I, I don't know him. I've never met him before. But he was on that tour with you. I don't know. I never saw the guy on the video. But my understanding is the guy taking the video is what they're saying. Right. That's my understanding. Right. Too. So I, I don't even see him on there. So I, I don't know. Uh, uh, assuming 
Now I'm confused at who we're even talking about on the video. I thought the dude that they circled in the video was the dude taking the video that was going to the Capitol. Constituents, you don't know them. They've never been around to us. One talking about white on rice. In the video, the, it clearly shows an individual taking photos of a security checkpoint in the uh, basement that no, leads actually, to the Capitol. <laughs> what they were taking a picture of is I took the family and, of course, the other folks were with them, had two young kids that wanted to see the little trains that, that take congressmen. They wanted to see the little trains. Where the, the, the trolley was in the, uh, the Raven Tunnel. But why do you think pictures were being taken of a stairwell around security? If you go to that stairwell, there's a Golden Eagle sconce that's on the wall. That's why he's taking a picture of. I mean, these are folks who had never been to Washington, D.C. What had happened was they were here to visit their conference. They ride the tiny train. Just speak to the committee and just because the committee's never called me and asked me anything. They sent they a letter asking for your military cooperation. They never sent it to me. Your office never received. No, that. never, never received the letter. Never received. Of course, he has a sign that says "I stand with Israel." I found out about it on my way to the airport a month ago. So when I get on the plane, I see my picture on TV screens all over the plane as some kind of evil conspirator. That tells me they're not interested in the truth. They're only interested in creating a, a narrative for you guys. There's nothing there. The Capitol Police looked at it, said there is nothing suspicious because the Capitol Police know. When visitors come... The Capitol Police did say there's nothing Wait, suspicious. What's on that video? But a- like, yeah, I, I question the Capitol Police. Somebody who has suffered from violence of somebody deranged because here's the thing is like if there is one thing we have learned over the past few weeks is that the cops lie to cover their asses. So what does it say about the Capitol Police if they have fucking people being led by a congressman through the Capitol doing a reconnaissance mission the day before a uh, insurrection? Makes the it makes the Capitol Police look really shitty. So of course the Capitol Police are gonna say, no, there wasn't anything there, but we all saw the video. We all saw the video. It was not open to the public at the time. Political rhetoric. Five years ago yesterday was when somebody walked on a baseball field and tried to kill me and several of my colleagues. No, I'm totally opposed and I condemn that kind of language. But no one in that group showed that type of aggression that day. I mean, they were just, they were just here visiting. Do you regret giving that tour now? Now that you saw what they did eventually? Well, say I, never, I, I condemn that type of activities. Of, of course, I'd rather not be dealing with I don't know. I think you aided those kind of activities. You're scared to death. Well, why I mean, would you give like, the tour in the first place if at that time tours weren't really allowed? They, there was, there were no tours of the Capitol. We were allowed to be, bring people into the office. There was no scheduled tour. People, this family wanted to come visit their congressman. They were coming to Washington. So we told them, well, you can come to my office. We'd actually planned to go to lunch with them. But the mayor had shut down. In the meantime, the mayor shut down all the restaurants. So well, they, he's going to complain about COVID restrictions. So, the Longworth cafeteria was open. I took them to the Longworth cafeteria. The majority had up ordered the gift shop to be open that day because they knew how many visitors were here. This was two days after swearing in. There were lots of people here. There were people all over the buildings. So they knew there were a lot of people here. Since they couldn't see much of, of their government at work, we showed them the display area there at the Cannon Rotunda where they put the artifacts from the house there. I showed them where the trolleys were, brought them back to the office, and they left. I showed them the trolleys. One of the individuals in this footage who's taking photos is 
Oh, I didn't notice that. Like, you guys keep re, uh, you guys keep claiming the weeds. Weed indeed. I mean, I'm high. I'm high enough for this shit, though. But he was filming that guy. He was, yeah. he was the Rudy. And he's heard on. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, I do not support Nancy anything he said, but nobody in that group talked or spoke that way. I mean, it's it, 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 it's. Had you seen the video that, because you and uh, ranking member Davis have reviewed a lot of security footage right. and you put that, that initial statement, had you seen the video the committee put out today? No, the review? one of the, the, the guys speaking, no, this is the first I've ever seen it. But what about of the, the individual taking photos by the security checkpoints of staircases? Did you see that? I haven't seen it. Um, the Capitol Police. He talked about the sconce, remember? Like there's an eagle sconce there, and that's what he was taking a picture of. Left and they, the Capitol Police went and reviewed all the video footage and said, one, there was no tour of the Capitol, which is what we've said. That was the original accusation was there were tours of the Capitol and there were not. And then the committee keeps shifting. It depends on what the definition of the word tour is. It was family that came to visit their congressman. That's a throwback to the 90s, kiddos. Showed them around the House office buildings. Who here remembers the 90s? You know, it's, there's, they're building. The dream of the 90s is alive in Anchorage. Sparkles, the dream of the 90s is alive in Anchorage. The dream of the 90s is alive in Anchorage. That's just what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. We can run for, like, fucking everybody running for Congress in, in, in Alaska, I could run for Congress. I could run against Sarah Palin and Santa Claus. Fucking Santa Claus didn't even fucking make the top five. Bullshit. I was I was coming of age in the nineties. I was in my, you know, late childhood, early teens. The the I was getting into late night comedy. Right as the Monica Lewinsky scandal was going on. So, like, it's all fucking David Letterman, Conan, Leno, all that shit. SNL was talking about. Yeah, Sparkles has been uh, Benjamin Button in it. She's getting younger as she goes along. The 50-year-old man in the 90s. Oh, shit. U.S. has asked Israel to avoid actions that could create tensions ahead of President Joe Biden's visit. U.S. has asked Israel to refrain from any actions in the occupied West Bank and Jerusalem that could create tensions ahead of President Biden's visit next month. Four Israeli and U.S. Uh, and Palestinian officials told Axios Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas is frustrated over recent contentious Israeli moves in the occupied West Bank and East Jerusalem and is furious about the U.S. policy on the Israeli and Palestinian conflict. Abbas has threatened to take retaliatory action against Israel like stopping security coordination, taking steps in the UN, or even canceling the recognition of Israel if the situation doesn't change. Barbara Leaf, the U.S. Assistant Secretary of State for Near East Affairs and her Deputy for Israel-Palestinian Affairs, 
Andy Amir shuttled more than three times between Jerusalem and uh, Ramallah during their visit this week, officials said. Abbas told the U.S. diplomat he wants Israel to stop all its unilateral actions and expects Israel and the U.S. to present some kind of a political horizon for the Palestinians. PLO officials and Abbas advisor Hassan El-Sheikh told me. The U.S. wants the visit to take place in a good atmosphere different than the one now. This is according to Al-Sheikh, who is in charge of Palestinian contact with the Biden administration. The Israelis don't stop their unilateral action. The situation deteriorates and becomes much worse. I, I want fucking, I don't, I don't want the fucking situation to go on like normal because I've still got questions I want answered. I want people to be held to account. Reading from Slate, published yesterday, an American journalist was killed in the West Bank. Why the fuck hasn't the U.S. acted? Now, I, Slate did not put that in there. That was not Mary Harris's words. I put the fuck in there. Why hasn't the U.S. acted is what the what the headline actually said. Last month, uh, Shireen Abdu, uh, Abu Ekley. Fuck it up every time, and I'm sorry. Shireen Abu Ekley was killed in the West Bank while reporting on the Israeli raid of a refugee camp. In the days and weeks following Shireen Abu Ekley's death, Three big media teams investigated the way she was killed. Bellingcat, the open-source investigative journalism website, used photos, videos, and statements from eyewitnesses and said that the evidence suggested targeting rather than a spray of bullets aimed at another object or person. CNN released an investigation, too, using videos and photos as well as help from weapons experts and concluding Abu Akleh was killed in a targeted attack by Israeli forces. More recently, the AP independently said the same. The Israel, uh, the Israel Defense Forces recently claimed that while it is possible an Israeli soldier fired the bullet that killed Abu Akli, no IDF soldier deliberately fired at a journalist. Okay, I dispute that because, you know, I don't think it's going to keep happening if you're not deliberately targeting journalists. The story that's not getting a lot of coverage. Because Abu Akleh was an American citizen. Palestinian journalist Ron Harun Washna shot and killed. The IPI calls for an immediate and thorough investigation. We're, we're reading from the IPI, the International Press Institute. Borishna, I'm fucking it up, was taken to a nearby hospital and declared dead, according to the Palestinian Health Ministry. Israeli forces did not allow an ambulance to pass through the checkpoint, delaying it for 20 minutes, according to the Palestinian Red Crescent. Israeli army stated on Twitter that Warishna was holding a knife and attempted to stab an Israel Defense Force soldier. Soldiers opened fire to neutralize her. The soldiers opened fire on her. However, Palestinian officials refute that account. 
the Palestinian Foreign Ministry called the killing an execution by Israel. And I believe it. Krishna, 31, graduated from Hebron University and had recently started working for a Palestinian radio station. He had previously been jailed for three months by Israeli authorities for covering a pro-Palestinian march in January, according to reports. Fucking, so they knew who she was. Fucking bullshit. Do not believe Israel. Doubt. Hours after she was killed, Israeli forces raided her funeral and attacked mourners with stun grenades and tear gas. The same thing they did with Abu Akleh. We watched that video. So I do not believe that it wasn't targeted. Remember how I talked about Biden going to Israel? It's part of his Middle East trip that he's going to be taking. A couple weeks, Biden to visit Pariah, Saudi Arabia, and Israel next month. I I hope I hope that ABC News they're not they're referring to Saudi Arabia as a pariah, but like the pariah label kind of you know applies to both. Uh, it looks like this is about gas prices and not his visit. Joe Biden confirmed on Tuesday that he will visit Saudi Arabia next month for talks with its leaders. A dramatic change in his stance on the kingdom that he pledged to make a pariah as a Democratic candidate for the White House. Go away, motherfuckers. Remind me not to use ABC News anymore. Fuck off. With the visit at the tail end of a July 13th through 16th Middle East trip that includes stops in Israel and the West Bank. Biden is edging off his adversarial stance on the Saudi's human rights record. He's looking to reset the relationship at a time when the U.S. could use help from the oil-rich kingdom to alleviate soaring prices at the pump for motorists at home and around the globe. It's so wild that there's conspiracy theorists out there when, like, real life is better than any conspiracy you can come up with. QAnon, really? Stop in Saudi Arabia will include talks with uh, Crown Prince Bonesaw, the de facto leader of the kingdom, according to White House and Saudi officials. U.S. intelligence officials have determined Prince Mohammed likely ordered the 2018 killing of U.S.-based journalist Jamal Khashoggi. A brief exchange with reporters on Tuesday, Biden bristled when he asked about uh, the upcoming visit to Jeddah noted that his team had laid out in a statement everything I'm doing in the Middle East. See, I wasn't lying. <laughs> ask her ask her about her weird obsession with Bonesaw on the Freak Show this Friday. Bay. <laughs> Uh, Jamal Khashoggi uh, was a celebrated journalist. We are all indebted for the reporting that he did. And he met an untimely end ordered at the hands of Prince Bonesaw. That's where he earned the fucking name Prince Bonesaw. 
Yeah, we're we're doing foreign affairs tonight. The Houthis still have the upper hand in Yemen. A tenuous UN truce has provided relief to civilians, but may only entrench a power imbalance in the country's civil war. You're reading from the uh, Foreign Policy Institute. June 2nd, Yemen's warring parties agreed to a two-month extension of a United Nations negotiated truce initially begun on April 2nd. The truce is the first cessation of hostilities since 2016 and has delivered short-term reprieve for many Yemenis after nearly eight years of civil war. Civilian casualties in the country are down, commercial imports are up, and humanitarian organizations' access has improved. What's more, small confidence-building measures implemented during the truce could finally lead to a negotiated resolution to a conflict that once seemed intractable. U.S. President Joe Biden heralded news of the truce's renewal and called for parties to move expeditiously towards a comprehensive and inclusive peace process. A September 2014 coup by the Houthi militant group sparked uh, Yemen, uh, Yemen, 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 Yemen's civil war, which has since become entangled in regional conflicts. Oh, maybe I'm a little too high for this. We're going to talk about the U.S.'s uh, involvement here in just a second. I got an article just for that. Try that again. A September 2014 coup by the Houthi militant group barred Yemen's war, which has since become entangled in regional conflicts. Houthis, an Iranian-backed lady, I'm I'm totally fucking that one up. Some of the some of the YouTube videos I have to read have names I have to stop and learn how to pronounce. I'm probably saying it right. Zaidi. 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 The Zaidi Shiite group. The Houthis, an Iranian-backed Zaidi Shiite group, claim their seizure of power from the internationally recognized Yemeni government as part of a revolution against a corrupt regime. Saudi Arabia saw the specter of the Houthis on its border and, in March of 2015, pulled together a military coalition that includes the United Arab Emirates to restore the previous government. The United States, which initially supported the Saudi-led military intervention, sought to end its entanglement as civilian casualties mounted by halting direct direct military support and offensive armed cells to Saudi Arabia. But Washington has remained committed to helping its strategic partner defend against cross-border attacks enabled by Iranian-sourced weapons. U.S., meanwhile, has refused to investigate its own role in Yemeni rights abuses. The U.S. has not fully investigated its own role in Yemen rights abuses. A watchdog finds 
U.S. government has not fully investigated its own role in per, uh, perpetuating human rights abuses. Because did 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 anyone is anyone surprised by this? And like I don't even know how to say the word anymore. I don't know how to say the name of the country. I started off no. It's like no Mickey Constant fucking. Majority Report. I used to know how to say her name, but now fucking Sam fucking it up so many times. Like, Yemen. Yemen. The U.S. government has not fully investigated its own role in perpetuating human rights abuses in Yemen, according to a congressional watchdog report that offered a damning assessment of both, both the Trump and Biden administrations, a commitment to tracking violations of humanitarian law. A report by the Government Accountability Office, which examined U.S. weapon cells to the Saudi-led coalition in Yemen, also raised serious doubts about one of Joe Biden's first foreign policy uh, as president. About one of but Joe Biden's first foreign policy. I think The Guardian fucked this up, but I might be fucked up as well. One of his first foreign policy decisions as president, I assume they mean when he announced that his administration was ending U.S. support for Saudi offensive operations in Yemen. We only send them defensive bombs now. At the time, in February of 2021, the move was seen as an attempt to show the world that the U.S. would no longer be an unquestioning ally to its allies in the Gulf. But the GAO found that the Biden administration's move to classify weapons as offensive or defensive was largely meaningless. Hey kids, have you heard the latest news about Ukraine? We're gonna give them another billion dollars. I bet that's a good idea. Biden unveils new military aid package. Two American veterans missing in Ukraine. I had that as a separate story here in just a second. Pentagon chief was rallying more international support for Ukraine in Brussels. President Joe Biden reaffirmed the U.S. commitment at home. Biden said Wednesday that the U.S. would contribute an additional $1 billion. Security assistance and $225 million in humanitarian aid to Ukraine following a phone call with President Vladimir Zelensky. One billion dollars. Guys, I don't know. Like I've I've been on the fence on our actions with Ukraine. I, I'm starting to I'm starting to think that this is a bad idea. I think it's the same goddamn thing the US always does. We're just funneling money to defense contractors and weapons manufacturers. All those weapons are going to end up in some fucking group's hands in Ukraine. Ten years from now, they're going to do a 9-11. If they're one of those, if they're one of those fucking groups that believe in the numerology, they might actually do it on fucking 9-11. 9-11-2040. We're going to have like a, a fucking attack from a Ukraine fucking militant group. 
that was armed by the U.S. during this whole conflict. Don't believe me? Don't believe me? Read a U.S. history book. It has happened time and time and time again. It is exactly the history of the United States. Tones, toads, toads. Uh, we were just talking about the $1 billion the U.S. is going to be shoveling at arms dealers, defense contractors. When you're NWO, you're NWO for life. Life. <laughs> RP, don't talk about don't talk about yourself like that. You gotta you got a good fucking twenty years. It's really not that long. Twenty forty is really not that long from now. You get you get you another nine eleven in in your lifetime in that in that time span. Jesus Christ, I'm horrible, fucking horrible, but I just, mark me down now, like, at this point, I'm like, no, we should not be given just some fucking rebel group in, in fucking Ukraine a billion fucking dollars worth of, of shit, money that we are shoveling at U.S. defense contractors. Oh, I think the global depression hits long before hits long before that attack happens. We'll be like bouncing back from the depression. Exactly like the Taliban. Like fucking the entire history of the United States is us arming groups to fight proxy wars. And then those groups coming over and attacking us because we're shit. We arm them, and then, like, they radicalize. It's like they're going... Because they're going against their fucking government, so what else are they fucking going to do, right? So they have to have a baddie to go after. So, America! Fuck yeah! Coming to save the motherfucking day, yeah, because we put our noses in everything. Like, I'm sorry about what's going on in Ukraine. I don't know. I don't know. It's above my pay grade about what we do about it, but I don't think shoveling another billion dollars at them at this point. This is where I'm definitely drawing the line. Like, we've, we've, we've thrown way too much money at U.S. defense contractors. Tones, I saw it, but I... Uh, uh, you 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 may not have noticed it, but Curiouser was here last night. Curiouser and Curiouser. I was like passing the bong to her off camera and shit. So I've I've had company up until just a little bit ago. I have not had a chance to do anything. Sorry. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't put any work into a show last night. I was lazy. I had company. 
Bernie was cool. Everybody agreed. Everybody agreed that Bernie was a cool little, uh, like a reprieve from the news. Or normal, like just doom and gloom. Like a top U.S. general revealing a grim assessment. Ukraine's battlefield deaths. I really should change the name of the show because it doesn't fit what we're doing. Tune in. I've got I've got fucking wild ass colors and a troll head. Sparkle, she was out by like eight cookout and boom, she was gone. She and like there was no waking her up. Live on the couch. She didn't even want to come and sleep. And like I'm like it'd be more comfy in here. Ugh. He was out, out, out. Grabby, I don't know what you're referring to now, because like we've been on like different subjects and shit. Mark Milley said this is an existential threat. They're fighting for the very life of their country. I, it ain't worth two. It ain't, it ain't. It ain't worth a billion dollars of my my hard-earned taxpayer money. Oh, oh! I don't know, Scrappy, but this the troll patrol doesn't scream. You know, like, oh, like I probably should have called it the freaking news or some shit, right? Like, that's more, that fits more of what the show is. What hot tub? Do we have, oh, you're talking about out at the pool? I mean, I've got a laptop and shit, but that's going to be kind of weird. Doom Patrol. I really like the name. I fucking I love the name. I love the graphics. I love everything about it, but it's just like the name doesn't fit what I actually do here. I'm sorry I'm stupid, Scrappy. It's me, not you. I'm I'm a as sparkles, I'm an idiot. It's amazing. It's amazing to me that I am able to talk about politics and news events and shit. White man yelling. That should be the name of my show. White man yelling. That's not fucking bad. That's not fucking bad, to be honest with you. That kind of is what the show is. That encapsulates the essence of the stream. What I do here every night. White man yelling. So if you just if you just pop up one day and this this show is called White Man Yelling, it might keep the exact same aesthetic. It might still be rainbows and troll faces and shit, but it's called White Man Yelling. Okay, here's the thing. If I want the channel to grow, 
I pro like I see I see where I do well and shit, and like it's not it's not talking about like the shit that I really want to talk about. It's the shit towards the end of the show where like I'm mocking people. The Bobert thing will do well tonight, probably. When I say well, I mean like you know twenty views more than usual. The shit that usually gets a lot of views is like uh, reacting to people uh, that are doing things on camera. Those do really well for me on YouTube for some reason. But the most viewed clip of the Troll Patrol is that that teacher in Alabama that quit before she could be fired. Her baby daddy had like, you know, they had cameras in their business and like you know like a, a, a like a baby monitor at their house and shit he had all these he had all these videos of a teacher just saying the most racist homophobic shit and like apparently everybody else's version of the of the video got taken down but mine so like if you search for that fucking teacher like my video comes up yeah, culture war shit is what do what does better on on YouTube. I mean, my shit. If I really want to grow, I have to start not cussing or going back and editing out my profanity on the clips I put on YouTube. So that YouTube will recommend me. That fucking algorithm. High enough for this shit. Smoking with freaking. That might be what I, I need to name the, the fucking round stream. Smoking with freaking. Man, like, you can't just leave YouTube auto-playing because it, it will go to something that's corporate. It will go to something that's paying to be at the top. you're watching like a, a, a smaller YouTube creator you're watching like one of their video essays or something it'll autoplay a, a John Oliver a, 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 a Stephen Colbert at least for me for the longest time it was doing Joe Rogan and then Joe Rogan moved and like I don't even like you know I didn't follow Joe Rogan on, on YouTube a custom sensor bleep I was just going to take the audio out. I think a bleep gets annoying. That's me as a that's me as a consumer of media. I think a bleep gets annoying. I'd rather just the audio cut out. Believe me, I've been thinking about this so fucking hard. I'm like I could I could transcribe my clip and then see where my profanity is cuz I could read and just click on the on the on the transcript and it would take me to where it is on the video feed. One way of doing it is to hide. I don't know. I don't know. Newhead McGee is dead. Are we gonna have? A, are we gonna have some sort of uh, a ceremony for 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 Head McGee? See, I don't ever, I don't ever watch Hassan. I mean, like, I like Hassan, but I don't watch other people that do the same thing that I do, right? Like, Egoplex is the closest I get to that. 
I got nothing against this on at all. I like, I just, I know him more from his time when he was on T- TYT because I watched a lot more TYT back then because there were a hell of a lot less options. Fuck yeah, the now space. I feel you. But also, like, I don't want to spend more time than what I'm doing on it. But, like, I do do want to, like, get bigger. That would be nice. That's what we do, Sparkles. And they, like, you won't stay on topic like they will. Oh, uh, like I saw it on, on Deuce and Morrow. I don't, I don't want to watch it. Can't pull up, can't pull up Madonna's vagina. They captured some U.S. soldiers or some shit. I don't even know. I think one of them's from Alabama. They were taken in Kharkiv. Last week, the Telegraph reported two were believed to be the first American volunteer. Their volunteers taken prisoner by Russian forces. So it was a Twitter account run by the task force comprising former U.S. and French servicemen announced that two Americans had been taken captive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, play stupid games. You're right. <laughs> Ripped to dummies fighting in foreign wars. Oh, you want a COVID update? Let's have a COVID update. Dr. Fauci has COVID. He's now tested positive for COVID-19. The National Institutes of Health say that he tested positive on a rapid antigen test. Dr. Fauci is fully vaccinated and has been boosted twice. He's 81 years old and reported to have mild symptoms. He's isolating and working from home for the time being. Well, let's watch what Jesse Waters has to say. Since you're, since you're gonna suggest Dr. it to me. Anthony Fauci, the mad scientist who locked down the country, ruined the economy. The mad scientist. The fuck, dude? And injured our children has just tested positive for COVID. We wish him well. Injured our children. We wish you well. Release the statement that every vaccinated Democrat releases once they get COVID. His symptoms are mild and he's thankful for the vaccine. And Fauci hasn't just taken one shot. The man is at least quadruple boosted. Some might argue he is the most boosted man in America. But at his age... We shouldn't jest. What does that mean? We wish him a speedy recovery. But the same way Fauci follows the science, primetime has a nose for the truth. And we've done some contact tracing. The team at primetime has taken this. What? And we will report momentarily on what we found. But the first thing that came to our mind, did Dr. Fauci expose himself on purpose to coronavirus? Why would he do that? Well, Tomorrow, he was supposed to get into the ring with Senator Rand Paul to testify. Again? Again? These things don't usually go very well for the Fouch master. 
Do you really? The Fouch Master. My God, Jesse Waters. $1,000 salary to attack scientists that disagree with you. I think in you usual did. fashion, Senator, you are distorting everything about me. There you go again. Yes. You do the same thing every hearing. That was your response. And so, this, wasn't, so, this wasn't the only time. So I would like to make something clear to the committee. He's doing this for political reasons. You've engaged in... Oh, yes, yes, he is. You wonder why there's so much anger? You're not an objective scientist. You, you've lost that long ago. But Dr. Fauci is usually good sport about these confrontations. So we don't think he threw the hearing. Because as you Fauci's know... Fauci's mask drip. Oh, we got we to play this video of him, like, fucking up a, a pitch. Dr. Anthony Fauci... <laughs> We have some medical. I, I would like to point out that it's, it's quite often that people that aren't accustomed to baseball and throwing at that fucking distance and shit, fuck it up. When they have like a celebrity like pitch, most of them fuck it up really fucking bad. So like to, to, to mock them, because if Jesse Waters went out there and tried to throw a pitch... It probably wouldn't go well either. But like if I if I was Fauci and I was gonna be throwing the first pitch, I would I would practice. And the mound height. I didn't even think about the mound height. Yeah, like fucking being out there on a professional field and everything. And like I I most people don't even make it to the plate, right? When they when they have like a celebrity. Because it's a long fucking distance. You gotta be a pro throwing it like a hundred miles an hour to, to to get it over that plate. Good advice for the doctor. We implore you, do not inject bleach. This is a no-no. Instead, here's a tip from one of your best friends. Here's the secret to kicking this virus. It's not a pill or a potion. It's about your will and devotion. Now I'm wise to the beast and its ways. I was just soaked and scared. Honest to God. You got to layer up. You got to drink, you got to take Tylenol, and you got to fight back all day. I don't, night, I don't remember Cuomo getting it like at the very That's beginning of the pandemic. Working, first of all, because I can, and if I can, I should. <laughs> so if sweating doesn't work, <laughs> we got you a second opinion. Listen. It turns out I got COVID. So we immediately threw the kitchen sink Do out. not take the horse paste. Bodies, uh, ivermectin. Well, everybody else, re- everybody else remembers it. Everybody else remembers it. I am reborn anew every day, straight from a pod. I have no recollection of what happened previously in my life. All the ivermectin, he's still bald as fuck. I wonder if he had the intestine issue. Like 60, 65% of the people who took it ended up getting. Uh, uh, Prednisone everything uh and i also got an nad drip and a vitamin drip and i did that three days in a row and so here we are on wednesday and i feel great why are we even well, playing rogan from your former boss good lord the, the, the fucking nominate you 
Don't the fucking shot of Trump was insane. He was so orange. Medical equipment. We have the best medicines. All developed recently. Prednisone. That's the that's the fucking steroid, right? That'll fuck you up. Like you take it for like fucking twelve days or some shit. And the first three are strong as shit. Twenty years ago. Don't let it dominate. Don't let it take over your lives. Don't let it dominate you, Anthony. But we're a little bit confused about how you got COVID since your current boss said he was going to shut it down. I don't know how to do this. We said before. Well, I mean, by shut it down, if you, if you, you mean like we just, we just quit paying attention to it. We quit acting like it was a thing that's happening. So Anthony, you are the second to last person in America to get COVID. Congrats. You're a runner up to Joe Biden. I doubt that's true. Actually. Chairs competition. Obviously, we hope the president doesn't get it. Wouldn't be the first thing Joe Biden didn't get. But anyway, we did some digging. <laughs> and we're confused why you got COVID, because as America... I got your joke, Jesse. You I got your joke. An example for the rest of us. You've certainly given us enough advice. Wear a mask, okay? <laughs> this is what they're saying. Make sure you wear a mask. So you wear a mask. I... Everybody out there, you should probably mask you up when you go out again. If, you, if you've gotten la- lax on your masking, I'm just saying. I understand that there are a lot of places in this country that have just, you know, it's over. You don't want leakage. So we assumed you'd be wearing the mask everywhere you went. But that's not what we found out. Over the weekend, a maskless Fauci walked the halls of the College of Holy Cross his alma mater, where they unveiled a new science complex in his name. Guy comment, you were awesome. Thank you for cheering. So we're pretty certain after I need more, I need more pot in my my contact tracing that Fauci was exposed to the coronavirus at college. He did not eat bat soup. That is a false rumor that we have debunked as disinformation. The event was supposed to honor Fauci, and there were cameras there. So I said he ate bad soup. And now we're not in the mask shaming game like some people, so we won't do this. There comes a time. Who has soup in the middle of June? That could involve you, your family, and everyone else. That's something super. I I need feedback from the chat. Do any of you guys eat soup in the middle of summer? Okay, foe, foe, that's that's different. Like a hearty fucking soup. Any of you guys having having like a potato soup? Would you would have soup in the middle of summer? Weird. Weirdos. And RB is hitting on the bot. It's all weird. Everything is weird. Gazpacho, there, yeah, okay, okay, perfect, perfect soup. You live in sexual anarchy? I wouldn't think, I wouldn't be, uh, like, I can understand some foe. I can understand gazpacho. I, like, I'm not, I'm not having, like, I'm not heating up a can of, like, chunky soup. Middle of June. Ramen, I totally, I totally get ramen. Ramen's good anytime. It's salsa soup. 
is salsa soup. <laughs> oh, we need to we need to go back to that restaurant where we had that awesome salsa. That place was killer. Everything at that restaurant was fucking awesome. It's not stew weather. It's not stew weather. Fuh? It's not faux, it's fuh. Fee fi fo fuh. Down for salsa soup. They make like a tortilla soup, don't they? I don't know what a tortilla soup is. Fuh. 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 Thank you guys. I'm I'm glad you will correct me. I didn't take criticism well in my like in my early days of radio and like I was an idiot. I was constantly saying words wrong and shit. I was being corrected by my program director, who was very studious. Had a dictionary and a thesaurus, you know, like off to the side from the board. So, like, he was very hard on me, and boy, did I fuck up shit a lot. Yeah, too heavy for warm weather. I've never had a tortilla soup, I don't believe. I don't believe. I say that, I I say that, but there are many a times that I say I've never had a restaurant, Sparkle's like, we've ate there twice, three times. One time I said that I hadn't seen any of the Austin Powers and my best friend was like, dude, we went and saw the third one in the theaters together. Oh shit, really? (laughs) I could have sworn I just heard somebody talking. Up. Is there somebody in my apartment? Or is locked? Oh, don't tell Sparkles that. She won't come over for the freak show on Friday. Did ghosts in your apartment? Uh-uh. Sassy, what's up? Well, how do you feel, Tones? You were exposed. What man did you see? <laughs> I don't I don't remember this. What? What? I'm so confused. I don't know what's going on. Fucking sparkles will ignore it. Like she gets she gets scared of it, I believe. Don't want nothing to do with the ghost. Oh, you thought you saw a man in my kitchen. Maybe you shouldn't have been drinking. But who am I to do? Like, if you had fun, like, I'm I'm down with it. You saw a man right there. I have cats, so cats could be doing stupid shit. You know cats could be doing shit. You see a shadow of a cat doing some crazy shit over there. They be catting around. Acting all Kevin-like. Kevin's right here. 
Kevin is right fucking, he had a hat. He had a hat on. Dude, and my kid, the hat had a spinner on it. Are you talking like a fucking... Like, we're going back to, like, a, a little rascal's, like, fucking hat with a spinner on top. A pinwheel. A pinwheel. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, Tones, if you have not eaten all day, that will definitely make you feel bad. You will have a headache. You will just feel fucking just horrid all over. Your stomach might be nauseous. Upset. Fucking like that's propeller head. I was giving you guys bad news. We got completely, we got completely off topic. I'm going to do like lightning round, try to get through this. New Omicron variants are gaining ground. So, yay. Have have fun learning about that. The virus continues to evolve with the BA4 variant and BA5 lineages, accounting for a bigger proportion of approximately 105,000 new daily cases. Fauci tested positive for COVID. New lineages aren't associated with more severe disease they're thought to be able to evade antibodies from earlier Omicron infections. Could be one of the reasons why we're seeing reinfections. Overall, cases are still declining in the Northeast, but increased elsewhere in the past week. The regional mix is now 30% from the South, 29% from the West, 22% Northeast, and 20% Midwest. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not know about that? Yeah, he, he tested positive. Uh, the South, or the San Francisco Chronicle did a really good article here. Just hitting the high points of what we need to know about the COVID. COVID keeps the brain cloudy for at least half a year, according to a UCSD study. Neurological impact of a COVID-19 infection often persists after other symptoms have cleared up, according to an initial round of research published on Wednesday. Florida is the only state not to pre-order vaccines for the youngest children. We are approaching the FDA approval for vaccine of children under five. Every state but Florida has pre-ordered the COVID-19 vaccine for children under five from the federal government in anticipation of the shots becoming available to the last ineligible age group next week. State officials missed the pre-order deadline on Tuesday which means there will likely be a delay for families in accessing the vaccine from pediatricians' offices, children's hospitals, pharmacies, and health centers. Uh, there was a period there, and there wasn't. It was a comma. Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo. Fucking names up. Joseph Ladapo, who is highly unqualified, his boss at the hospital he worked at, there was there was uh, reason to believe that he was totally unqualified to be the Surgeon General of Florida. Was handpicked by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis on Tuesday. Said he was against providing children access to the life-saving shots because, of course, he is. He's a nut job. Fewer people are getting flu vaccines due to the polarization of COVID shots. 
A Stanford doctor warns of COVID-related staffing shortages. I'm sure that's already going on. That's not a warning you have to issue. Brar Karen, an infectious disease expert at Stanford, said Wednesday that the Bay Area's current COVID-19 surge is causing staffing, staffing disruptions in the local healthcare system. Okay, so they're talking about locally. I'm sure that's true across the fucking country. Most of the world is a high risk for travel, according to the CDC. Or Lord, I'm not going to be coming to see you anytime soon. I'm sorry, my brother. High risk for travel. FDA advisors recommend authorizing Pfizer and Moderna vaccines for children under five. Yep, and there's Fauci test positive for COVID-19. Mild COVID can spur lasting cognitive symptoms. Ugh. Oh, yeah, monkeypox, uh, which isn't, like, I'm still waiting on exactly what it's going to be called. It is not going to be called uh, monkeypox any longer. World Health Organization has declared it's going to be named something else to remove the stigma. From COVID to the weather. Let's talk about the weather, motherfuckers. Record heat waves continue. 100 million affected. They said... Let's find out. Let's go to the news. Plans to rename the virus. I think we need to be careful how we label it. It's not, you know, a gay disease, he said. It's a tropical strange disease. Director General Tedros Adhanom Gebeas. I fucked it up. You know I did. Said the agency would make announcements about new names as soon as possible. Who is already working with experts to come up with a new name for the virus and the disease it causes after more than 30 international scientists complain that its moniker is discriminatory. Love learning shit. I should have, I should have, yeah, let's call it the elephant measles. Poor elephants. What did an elephant ever do to you? Box. Yeah, I've got some wild videos to show you about the weather. It's dangerous temperature strike. 
Stretching. You guys, you guys may have noticed that it's uh, fucking hot outside. Record-breaking heat, and officials are warning folks you need to be careful out. Now, don't worry. I know, I know, our friends up in the Pacific Northwest are not experiencing record heat. They're actually experiencing a a rather cold snap. Apparently, we're going to talk about that. Country got 90 million plus Americans facing extreme and record-breaking heat, and officials are warning folks you need to be careful out there. We want to say good morning to Ginger now tracking all this for us. Hey there. Good morning to you, TJ. It's the length of time, and it's also remarkable how early in the season this is. So not only did we see daily records from North Carolina back to Illinois, it's that we haven't seen this type of heat this early in places like Chicago since 2012. So it's been a decade since you've experienced it from O'Hare and Midway yesterday at 198. Look at the numbers and the excessive heat warnings that stretch from central Illinois and Indianapolis, Cincinnati, down to central Georgia, where they should feel like more than 111. Even in the southwest, we have advisories. They were trying to cool off in Wausau at 96 degrees there. La Crosse had that record high of 98. And then in Clinton, Mississippi, they were moving practice times around. For the the air is paced. Because they just can't do I it. I went out early today at so like fucking 1030. To We've got another really hot one. For example, Detroit. It was still fucking hot. Degrees, something they haven't done this early in the season, Amy, in a decade. They'll feel like 103, Montgomery, 108, 104, Atlanta on the backside in the southwest. It's that dry heat, but truly bad for the fire danger. Amy. All right, Ginger. Thank you for that. We're- thank you, Ginger. Greatly appreciate it. I want to show you where the tornado warnings are, and I think, like, the time period we're going to see in this video is, like, right now. These are, these are the tornado threads going on, like, right now, possibly in your neck of the woods. Big deal today, especially across the Midwest, with a bit of a bullseye centered right around Wisconsin. Now, we've got a front sliding into some pretty warm, juicy air, and things will really start to fight. Some juicy air. Ma'am, you live in sexual anarchy. That juicy air. Erupt this afternoon and evening. Now, there are a lot of things to be concerned about damaging winds, very large hail, and higher end tornadoes, all of which could cause significant damage. So, this will be a really potent line of storms. It'll continue to swing eastward in the morning hours into places like Michigan before it starts to fall apart. Now we are also watching... That's what I'm telling you. I'm giving you the up-to-date news right here. It's just going to bubble up in the heat that's out there. Some of that daytime heating will really spark those storms. Watch for them in the evening commute around Atlanta. Continue to sag southward as we go into the early morning hours. And then gradually those as well will start to fade out. Thursday, once again, we are watching for the threat of some severe storms. There is your tornado update. Why, why we talk about After tornadoes? Because I got some tornado footage to show you from fucking Chicago. This happened on Monday night. Power outages top 600,000 in the wake of intense storms on Monday night. Tornado sirens in Chicago. Dude, the tornado's forming right in front of my house. Yeah, I got some wild weather to show you, Mox. 
These are the crazy-ass storms being produced by our current system moving through the U.S. I got a point, though. I got a point. Because we're going to tie it all into climate change. Yellowstone in Montana. Facing severe flooding. At Yellowstone National Park, rushing waters have washed away homes, destroyed bridges, and even stranded park visitors and residents. All of this as the summer tourist season kicks off. ABC's Morgan Norwood reports. Historic flooding forcing parts of the iconic Yellowstone National Park to close. Days of rain. Their house is just in the river now. Causing the Yellowstone River to rise to a record 15 feet. The current so strong, it swept away roads, bridges, and this massive two-story home. The flooding emergency mounting. We watched the hellstorm last night, Mox. Surrounded by water. You want me to pull it back up? It is fucking wild. Still underwater. The big concern right now is when these waters finally recede, how much damage will be left behind. Meanwhile, thousands of visitors ordered out of Yellowstone Park in areas overtaken by floodwaters. Something like 10,000 visitors were ordered to leave. Campsites were underwater, and you know that kind of led to a mad scramble to get out of there. The race to safety, a dangerous one. Whoa! Rocks. Holy shit! just narrowly missing cars. And after being trapped, Angela Chen and her family fortunate enough to escape. I don't know if you can call that narrowly miss. I think it hit. And no injuries or deaths have been reported as a result of that flooding. Yellowstone National Park, though, will be closed through at least the remainder of the week. I'm Morgan Norwood, ABC News. Los that was a hit. Meanwhile, Colorado is seeing a drought. They were contrasting all the different weather throughout the country. Drought hit Colorado River water supplies near moment of reckoning. Immediate action is needed to avoid a water supply crisis next year because of the Colorado River's depleted reservoirs. Man bear pig been robbing everybody of their water. West climate change-driven mega drought has plunged the nation's two largest reservoirs, Lake Mead and Lake Powell. Lake Mead is the one that they're now finding bodies. They're finding bodies in the lake. Because it is, it is, it is drained so much. Lake Mead and Lake Powell to historic lows. Between 2 million acre feet and 4 million acre feet of additional conservation is needed just to protect critical levels in 2023. Oh, goddamn. Due to global uh, man bear pig. We've, we've not talked about the Lake Mead bodies. Bodies found in drought-depleted Lake Mead could be linked to gangsters, say mob experts. The water levels at Lake Mead near Las Vegas are dropping to historically low levels amid the mega drought affecting the American West. Long-hidden bodies are emerging that could unlock murderous secrets of the mob.
They were actually in a barrel. Here's the independent article if you want to leave if you want to read that. Meanwhile, as as most of the country is experiencing a record heat wave, cold weather is delaying western Washington crops. You know, June 15th that was that was published today. Our wet weather is putting a damper on more than just outdoor plans. The dreary spring is delaying critical crops. Spring. Curious or not, I went outside. I was like, it smells like summer now. It smells like summer. It's fucking hot out here. It's just got that fucking smell to it now. We are like, I realize summer is still like five fucking days away. It's summer now. But apparently, apparently, they still got that early spring going on up there in Washington. The dream of the 90s is alive in Anchorage. Record-setting heat this time last year damaged cherry crops in eastern Washington, reducing the pool by 20%. On the other end, sub-freezing temperatures in April limited pollination across the state. Now, any late spring heat is on hold. Entomologist Charlie Colser says most of Skagit County, Skagit Valley's prized crops are two to three weeks behind schedule. If you don't accumulate enough growing uh, degree days, you won't reach those development stages. What's worse, the wet weather is perfect breeding ground for fungal viruses that can attack crops. The smell of honeysuckles outside is definitely one of the smells of summer. But there's just like a, the fucking air. The air has a smell. Guys, I want to introduce you to Duke. He was a very sweet boy. Apparently, he's a very loving dog, and he doesn't have a home. He's at a shelter. A sanctuary. He's at a sanctuary. Duke is such a good dog. This is the always and forever fur, fur, as in puppy fur, Midwest Animal Sanctuary. Tell exactly where it's at. Where are you located, Midwest Animal Sanctuary? Maybe there's somebody in my audience that's near you. Kansas. They are in Greeley, Kansas. They're in Greeley, Kansas. If you are around Greeley, Kansas, and you are looking for a puppy... Duke is a good baby. Good boy. Look at him. Look at those eyes. We love you, Duke. We oh, I love you, Duke. Yeah, he's laying across rocks. I assume it's, you know the the rocks are warm. Hi, buddy. Are you relaxing? Relaxing. He does. He's just chilling. 
hope you're having a nice time. You're very sweet. Oh, I love that emote. And tomorrow night, we've got the January 6th hearings, day three, or day four. I don't know how they're, how you're how you're watching it. Like, day three, it was postponed. This is the regularly scheduled day four, where they're going to talk about Mike Pence. The plot to get Mike Pence to not certify the electors. Are you relaxing? That is tomorrow night. Oh, I love you too. We'll probably come on... Nice time. 15-20 minutes early. So we can billboard what's going on. Oh, I, f I didn't realize. I didn't realize that Echoplex was already on. I thought it was Thursday for some reason. Here I am plugging the show I'm gonna do tomorrow, and it's not the freak show. I'm thinking I'm thinking it's Thursday. I was like, Egoplex isn't on yet, but no, they are. It is the Intellectual Dollar Tree. HK and producer Dave gonna take real good care of you over at Echoplex Media. If you're watching, if you're watching on Twitch, if you're watching on Twitch, it's only Wednesday. I, I, you look at it as it's only Wednesday. I look at it as like, my God, it's already Wednesday. Fuck, it's almost time to do the freak show again. I'm almost done with a week of the Troll Patrol. I love you very much, and I hope it's insane. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's alright to have a little fun before you hit the sack. Duke has the cutest fucking face. I love that puppy. Hi, I'm Justin Freegan. We'll see you tomorrow night. Buddy, redeem the weed. I'll take another hit before we get out of here. I hope you're having a nice time. You're very sweet. You're very sweet. I'll take a bong rip to Hoban Duke gets adopted. Peace out, fuckers. We love you very much.